With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. At Bed365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare at&t connects an ode to podcasts connect the alarm change the podcast you stream Connect the snooze, 10 more minutes to dream. Connect the shower, lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories change your perspective connecting changes everything at&t thanks for listening to the best of the doug gottlieb show podcast be sure to catch us live every weekday from 3 to 6 p.m eastern time that's 12 to 3 pacific on fox sports radio find your local station for the doug gottlieb show at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching fsr This is the best of the Doug Gottlieb Show on Fox Sports Radio. Boom! What up, America? Doug Gottlieb Show. Fox Sports Radio. Hope you're having a great day. Doug Gottlieb Show broadcasting today from Lubbock, Texas. Lubbock, Texas. Get a chance to call Baylor, Texas Tech tonight. Compass Media Networks. We're broadcasting live from the Tyrac.com studios. Tyride.com will help you get there. Unmatched selection, fast free shipping, free road hazard protection. Over 10,000 recommended installers. Tyride.com, the way tire buying should be. Uh, Jay Stu, how are you? Doing well. Um, Doing well. Yesterday, we were still kind of in mourning over the Chargers. Today, the Chargers make an announcement, and the announcement they make is not Brandon Staley is going to be fired, is not Brandon Staley is going to remain. It's that they're going to fire the offensive coordinator, Joe Lombardi, and their quarterback coach, which means that that, that uh, Brandon Staley is going to be retained. So as we absorb that recently released information, we have other stuff to get to. We'll, we'll talk about last night's Cowboys-Buccaneers game. Iowa Sam on the ones and twos. We've got a great, a great show for you. Um, and, and we have uh, Mark Dominic, who's going to join us. We'll play for him some sound of the new... Arizona Cardinals GM um, throwing some shade on some of the issues of the past and we'll, what that's like at that initial press conference. That's a, that's a good one. I do have a question for you guys. This is a real question. You ready? 
Okay, here's the question. Yes. Okay. Uh, do I go, I'm about to order some lunch. Okay, And I've been doing a great job of being healthy. And, and not that anybody cares, but my intent was fly in last night, have a nice night, see my dear friend Sean Sutton, who's an assistant coach here, hang out in Lubbock. And I land in Phoenix, Arizona, where my brother lives. He's a coach at Grand Canyon. And um, uh, I had a little bit of a layover, and then it was delayed. And then ultimately, the flight, instead of taking off at 8, took off at 9. I'm like, looking at my phone, like, 9, okay, well, extra time. And then it said, no, 9 a.m. the next day. So I got a chance to have a good night with my brother and my nephew, um, who goes to high school there. And then uh, got up this morning. Well, five thirty, hot yoga, got the sweat on. Then had a had a great cup of coffee and a and really good quiche, really good quiche. You don't smell it, you eat it, son. Anyway, and sixteen candles. Only I think only Jay Stu got that reference. Um, so, but I've been doing a really good job of being healthy. But I'm in Lubbock, Texas. There's lots of options here. Very good Tex-Mex. Very good Mexican food. But I do feel like I I know a place that I could mobile order like a brisket sandwich and a pulled pork sandwich and just get it on. Or there's a place with like a panini or wraps and a smoothie or something like that. Um, Jay Stu, what should I be feeling? Here? I think you could um, kind of combine the two. Can't you do like a uh, tri-tip chop salad? Does, does that satisfy both? Yeah, I can't. I can't no, I, can't, I, I Yeah, you don't. That, that's, that's like... Um, you know what that's like? That's like, I, I like spaghetti. I like ice cream. You don't eat spaghetti and ice cream at the same time. I just, yeah. <laughs> You've never had yeah. a tri-tip chop salad? That's pretty darn good. Uh, yeah. I mean, the problem with salads, once you get, if you're in Texas and then in the South, salads are like, they usually have cheese on it and come with ranch. They're deep fried, aren't they? They're, yes. <laughs> it's uh, yeah, not, not always. But now look, there are some healthy options. Healthy options. But there's like Fuzzies, which is a famous taco place, and there's Bone Daddies, or I can do the more healthy variety. What should I be feeling? I'll tell you, a wrap always sits better with me. Like it, it's it's the, it's the bre- you get the bread craving, uh, you know, addressed. But it, it's always sort of digests better, just sort of sits better with me. Uh, but you know what? Getting a couple like chicken quesadillas and just a big old side of guac, man, that is that's a good meal too. That's a good meal. Uh, okay, so you did the tri-tip sandwich. That that, that was what is Bayer here today? I, I can't. I, I, we have Bayer's Isaac Lowenkron. Isaac Low. I well, Ilo is definitely going to say the healthy food, aren't you, Ilo? How is this even an issue? You get down to Fuzzies. You got the shredded brisket taco. You, you got to go local if you're there. You, the philosophy. Well, it's all local. I mean, it's like the whole like you don't have to like. I'm, I'm not ordering. I'm, I'm not doing a chain restaurant. I'll do. A, there's a there's, there are local healthy food places. It's not that the shredded brisket taco is is a hundred percent healthy, but it ain't that unhealthy. So the philosophy for you, someone who travels frequently to yes. do these games across the country, yes, you eat like a Boy Scout at home, and then yes. when you're in a great food area like Texas, you you do as the Romans do, you do as the Texans do. Go for it, and don't feel guilty about it either. Okay, here, here, Isaac. Uh, what I mean, Jay Stu, does he have you convinced as well? I, I was shocked at that one. I really thought that Isaac was going to give the the uh, Isaac answer when you're like, what should I do? You know, have and some he, quinoa. He say, have some quinoa. No, he would say, which one is free? 
That's a that's a good one. No, yeah, that's a, you, that's you, a good one. You charge yeah, because he's, he's a yeah because he's a bootlegger with with uh, with with what he does. So you want a, sh- a shredded brisket taco? Hey, hey that's even better because you're there on business. That's a, that's a business expense. Even better, shredded brisket taco, and you don't get charged for it. Oh, man, go for it. Well, you get charged for it, then you got to do the. Right. reimbursement. Uh, That's the uh, worst. Yeah, I know. Is there anybody who likes doing those things? I, I will tell you that once you get done, you feel so accomplished. Feel so accomplished. All right. Speaking of accomplished, um, the Cowboys dominated the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And there was, a, there was a lot to that game, even though it wasn't a particularly close game. I, I think the Brett Maher thing is the, is the one that's nuts. Like, couldn't make an extra point. And with every touchdown, it got worse. And you're like, and and I understand when Dak got upset. He's like, why don't we just go for it? But I'm sure that Mike McCarthy's saying like, all right, eventually he's going to make one. And then we'll, you know, let's just make make one. Then he'll make two. Then he'll make three. And it's not an issue. Watching some dude melt down, I was thinking there was a bunch of things. First, I was thinking Ace Ventura. I, did you guys see my tweet last night? I was like, I want to tweet an Ace Ventura m- meme, but the movie's not funny and no one under 40 gets the references. I was Sam, have you seen Ace Ventura? Of course. Is I'm 36. It, I'm 36. When was the last time you saw it? What do you mean it's not funny? When was the last time you saw it? Uh, eh, like maybe 10 years ago in full. Yeah. Yeah, maybe. Th- I, but I, I think, I mean, I quote that movie all the time. It's still funny to me. It is? I mean, yeah. I mean, every time somebody misses a field goal, it's very normal to say laces out, laces out, Dan. Laces out, Dan. Chase, dude, when was the last time you saw Ace Ventura? I don't know if I've ever seen Ace Ventura in total. I'm not a big Jim Carrey guy. I, I was He's never, not funny. I was never swept funny. up by all of those antics and facial expressions. Uh, I'm sorry. He absolutely dominated the 90s like no one else. Again. And his movies that doesn't mean funny. he's. Huh? Okay, I I think that maybe a comedian. Like have I never a shelf thought life, that uh, but Fire Marshal Bill. I never thought that Fire Marshal Bill was a funny bit. Oh come on! I, I just didn't. His his rubber face. You gotta love it. We're in a different uh, time now. The '90s were such like a gleeful, optimistic. Everyone's just like you know making more money, and there's good music coming out. And the '90s, you know, economy was doing well. Now we're in a different era. People were economy was doing great till like I don't know. <laughs> I don't understand. Like, there's been plenty of good times since the '90s. Yeah. Ilo, uh, Ace Ventura, still funny? I'm Does it stand so, uh, the test of time? I'm terribly sorry, but I'm with Jason. Not only have I never seen Ace Ventura, but I, I've never gotten Jim Carrey. Yeah, great. You can stretch your face. That's cool. But I, I got to be honest, I've never. The Truman Show was okay, but the rest of it. Eh. Yeah, he's tried to go serious a couple of times. Uh, he played Andy Kaufman. And there's another one uh, that he did. But um, I'm just, yeah, I steer clear of, of Jim Carrey stuff. Sorry. The who? The her. Yeah, I'm, I just. Um... Dumb and Dumber is, a, is a, I think, a, a funny movie, but not necessarily because of him. Yeah. Uh, the creators made that funny. It's definitely funny. funny. Yeah. I will, part because of him. I will say Come this. On. Fortunately, Mr. Carey's finances have not suffered due to the fact that me and Jason uh, don't necessarily, uh, he, he doesn't resonate with us. He hasn't suffered financially because of that. I just think it's one of those movies you go back. I remember when my kids were little, I had them watch, we watched E.T. I was like, man, this is the best. And they were like, dad, that's so fake. <laughs> so fake. It's I, so not real. Doug, now, now, John Hughes movies stand up the test time. Now, there's a lot of things that people used to do they don't do now and call waiting and 
and headgear and that Joan Cusack had in 16 Candles, right? I mean, high school kid has a Porsche. I mean, I'd, I'd sleep with Jake if he had a Porsche in high school. Anyway, but, but th- those movies still stand up. I don't think Jim Carrey's, I don't think Dumb and Dumber stands up. I mean, I'm not Dumb and Dumber. I don't think Ace Ventura stands up as funny. Like you watch it, you're like, hmm, not funny. What were you going to say? I was saying. Um, I was going to say, uh, I can't remember what I was going to say. I, I lost a, I lost my comment there. So. Uh, quality radio right yeah, there. It's Doug Gottlieb you. show here on Fox Sports Radio. So Cowboys feel like they need a new kicker. Tampa is going to need a new team. Tom Brady essentially, essentially bid adieu to the Buccaneers last night. Uh, let's first start. This is Mike McCarthy subbing up, summing up the win and the way that Dak played. I think just like anything, he's so consistent in everything he does. And like I said, we had, we had a couple plays there early, but I mean, he, he, was, he was on it the, the rest of the evening. To a man, everybody was at great confidence in what we needed to do tonight. I thought, you know, offense and defense played at a very high level this evening. So the key was just really staying true to the game plan. We wanted to be balanced on offense. I think we accomplished that. Here's uh, Jerry Jones when asked about his kicker, Brett Maher. Will you look at some kickers no. this week? No. We won't. We just, uh, uh, he's, uh, he's done enough good ones. No, huh? Don't you get the feeling, Doug, that um, even the in-game decisions and the comments made by Jones and McCarthy afterwards are all about, we need to protect the confidence of our kicker because we're going to need him. I mean, McCarthy keep, when he kept putting him out there, it was about if I sit him, what's going to happen to him psychologically? And then afterwards, sure. Jerry Jones is like, I'm, I, I need him, so of course he's our kicker. I mean, what, what, what would you have done? Like, it's an extra point. It's a 35-yard field goal. This whole, and they were, they were clearly going to win the game. They were a dominant team. And I'm sure it was frustrating, and he had the yips, but like, wh- what do you do? The bigger thing is Jerry going like, no, we're not even going to look at a kicker? You want to bring somebody in? By the way, he he he's changed course on that a little bit, right, Isaac? I think this morning he said something like, "We're going to take a look at our kicker situation." But yeah, uh, the kicker psyche seemed to be at the forefront of their concern last night. Well, I mean, obviously that's got to be that's got to be issue number one as to or or thing number one you got to worry about because he's a good kicker. He's had a great year, but he just melted down, completely melted down. Now, they're going to San Francisco, um, and it's going to be interesting with a short week. What do you do? I mean, I, I think one of the things you do is you put in a bunch of two-point conversion plays, and do you, do you even go to your kicker? It, it changes game plans. It changes play calling. It changes everything when you think the guy can't make a kick. That's a huge thing. Huge, huge thing. Uh, as for Tom Brady, you know, he was classy. He thanked everybody, thanked the media, the organization. He's not playing anymore in, uh, in Tampa. Like, that, that deal is done. Uh, Byron Leftwich is reportedly going to lose his gig as offense coordinator. There's a, that's a, you know, Byron Leftwich supposedly was offered the Jacksonville job and didn't want to take it because he didn't want to work with Trent Baalke who's the general manager. Oops, now he's out of a gig. But uh, I don't know. I mean, the Brady thing, everyone's talking about him going to Vegas, but then you watched him play last night, and it was not good. 
They weren't good. They didn't protect him. They can't run the football, but it was not good for him. Not good at all. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com and within the iHeartRadio app. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has the tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporting handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from a full line of Vredestein tires. Ship fast and free to a recommended installer near you. Or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. It doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com sports to see their Vredestein test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews. Be sure to check out all the current special offers. Great tires at a great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com sports, TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Did you ever play the over-under game with your friends? You know, think I can eat a slice of pizza in under 30 seconds, or I know it'll take you over a minute to down that two liter. If you have, then you're going to love pick six. The new fantasy game from DraftKings, an official partner of the NBA. Here's how to play during the NBA playoffs. It's super simple. First, download the DraftKings Pick 6 app. Then, pick between two and six players and choose if they'll have more or less of a stat, like rebounds, points, assists, and more. Play Pick 6 from DraftKings, the new fantasy app that packs more fun into less time. Download the DraftKings Pick 6 app now and use the code DUG. New customers can play 5 bucks and get 50 in pick six credits. That's code Doug only on DraftKings. Pick six. The crown is yours. One offer per new customer. Minimum $5 first pick set to receive $50 in pick six credits, which are non-withdrawable and valid for pick six use only expire after six months. Restrictions apply. Limited time offer. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 18 plus in most eligible states. Age varies by jurisdiction. Eligibility restrictions apply. Pick six not available in all states, including but not limited to Connecticut and New York. For up-to-date list of states, visit dkng.co slash pick six states. Void where prohibited. See terms at picksix.draftkings.com slash promos. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed... <laughs> Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts, if you dare. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret, like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. What up with you, Doug Gottlieb Show? Fox Sports Radio, broadcasting live from the Tyrac.com studios. Tyrac.com will help you get there. Unmatched selection, fast free shipping, free road hazard protection. Over 10,000 recommended installers, Tyrac.com, the way tire buying should be. Uh, Quick update. On the eating situation. 
Uh, I've got lots of text here on places I should go in Lubbock, Texas. Uh, Isaac was very strong in his, you know, you got to go get some fuzzies, which is a famous taco place in town. Um, I believe Jason Stewart said the best of both worlds is a steak salad. Tri-tip chop salad. Yeah, Yeah, tri-tip cob salad. And uh, Iowa Sam said uh, he he did the old when in Rome, do what the Romans do. Um, So all of them wanted me to be a uh, Jason was thinking about my health some. So when they zig, I zag. I went with the more uh, healthy variety. Boo! I got, I got a juice. Hold on now. I got a juice. I, I did get, a, I got a panini, which was delicious. And uh, in the last five minutes, I ate the panini and drank the juice. And so in order to get a fairly healthy option, but something kind of sweet, peanut butter, uh, jelly, banana on a toasted piece of bread with some chia seeds on it. It's awesome. Awesome. Just, you what? Who would turn down peanut butter, jelly, and banana? What, you, why are you guys, you guys are like stunned silence. Why would you do that? I mean, it's delicious. Banana and, with the jelly? Banana with the jelly is an odd yes, one. Yes, yeah. yes. Not sure how the chia seeds fit into all this, to be honest with you. Well, I'm trying to become a chia pet. I'd like to... You know, I have like a sporadic amount of back hair, and I think if I could fill it in with chia seeds, then it would fill up my back with hair. Did any of you guys actually have a chia pet? Did anybody actually buy that product? No, but when we were growing up, we saw commercials for them every two minutes. The two two commercials you saw the most were the chia pet one and the Tomomansky videos, where they were back-to-back-to-back national champions remember that with uh with the crime dog yes Fred McGriff? but they never said what they were the national champions of but it didn't matter didn't matter didn't matter i mean these tomomansky skills they will carry you in baseball and in and in life um uh isaac by the way you've done pre and post for the chargers the last uh last what two to three years mm-hmm. okay so your general sense of Brandon Staley and 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 the job that he's done in these last two years. I think generally he has done an excellent job shepherd, hang, shepherding them through the litany of injuries they had this season. The problem is when he has had mistakes, they have been in the most high-profile, blow-up-in-your-face situations. Uh, Obviously, last year in Las Vegas in the regular season finale, uh, this season he really got away with a bad fourth-down decision that should have cost them the Cleveland game, and he lucked out because uh, the Cleveland kicker missed the field goal. Uh, the, The Mike Williams thing... Blew up in his face, but as I detailed on our um, on our shows, what was he, an even bigger mistake that he got away with was playing Justin Herbert and, to a lesser extent, Corey Lindsley and Austin Eckler in those games. He could have had backups uh, play in those positions more readily uh, than Mike Williams, who is one of only four active receivers. So the bottom line is, uh, I think the decision today to move on from Joe Lombardi was the appropriate decision. And and more importantly, uh, the players in that locker room, especially Derwin James and Joey Bosa and Justin Herbert, they all absolutely have his his back. Mm. Well, I mean, that's that's all that matters to me. If those guys have his back, that's, that's honestly all. I, I don't care about anything else. 
Um, but it's interesting. You know, the Herbert thing, I agree with. You have Jace Daniel. And, and now part of it is Herbie, I'm sure, wants to play. Um, the Eckler thing, they do have other backs. My question is, was he playing for a bonus? You know, some of these guys, they, they want another carry. They want another tutty so they can get a bonus. And they relay that to their coaches. That's one of the reasons that they have their coaches back because the coach will, you know, they'll, they'll take the bullets when the truth is that they, they're just taking care of them financially. Uh, that's, an, that's an element of it. Um, I know Mike Williams just got paid last offseason, so I don't think he's part of that. It's more they don't have enough healthy wide receivers. That, that, that's precisely it because I think a lot of people forgot the circumstances in comparing their situation to the Giants' situation. They still thought that that Broncos game would be a meaningful game at the time that their inactives were due 90 minutes before kickoff because the Bengals were still playing the Ravens. That game did not go final until one minute before kickoff. So they had to have their inactives thinking that it would be a, a meaningful game and that that's why Mike Williams was active. They only had four receivers active. And meanwhile, for example, it becomes a meaningless game. You can play Herbert instead of Chase Daniel. You can play Will Clapp instead of Corey Lindsley at center. You can have um, Joshua Kelly and Larry Roundtree instead of Austin Eckler. But there's a little less wiggle room when you have only four active receivers and you're using you know three and four receiver sets all game long. Right. And like people say, well, you have 53. No, you only have 48 at the game. And then you have kicker, punter, long snapper. So you have 45. Exactly. Um, it's, it, 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 it then becomes about math, you know. So I, I agree. And I would also tell you that when people – here's my thing, okay. We're very quick to fire people. We're just very quick to fire people. And he has been there two years. Um, and I would say there were a couple of games – where you're like, th- look, the biggest issue with that team is their third quarter offense was the like in the conversation of worst in the league, regardless of whether or not they had their players or didn't have their players. Third quarter offense was just not good. You, know, you can't come out of halftime. Whatever adjustments everybody else has made, yours didn't work. I, I can't even believe this, but they literally scored one third quarter touchdown in their last 13 games, including the playoff game. And I mean, just whatever they, whatever they, whatever's in the orange slices in the offensive meeting room at halftime, change it, <laughs> change it. And so I, I agree. And this is, this is kind of how it works, right? It's like the, you know, well, you're not going to change the star players. So you start to go, do you change the coaches? And before you change the coach, you say, Hey, we got to, you got to change the coordinators. You change the coordinators, the next one to go is the coach, the next one to go is the either the the GM or the quarterback, and then you kind of start over. They're nowhere near there with the GM and definitely not anywhere near there with the quarterback. He's gonna get an extension probably this offseason, and, and they'll continue they'll continue to ride Justin Herbert. So, I mean, I guess my answer is I, I get it, I agree with it, because I don't think they're that far off. You know, I didn't like that they rushed to the line of scrimmage in Kansas City, but they also had a really good player kind of quit on a ball. That cost them the game. They beat Kansas City. It's a completely different season. And then their second game against Kansas City came down to the final seconds and the brilliance of Mahomes and Kelsey uh, when they had a really good defensive game plan uh, for that game. By the way, you might have hit on something here with the replacing orange slices. They substitute your aforementioned PB&J with chia seeds 
that could take them over the top. I agree. I agree. What, uh, what about you there, Jay Stu? You are, like me, a long-suffering Charger fan. You wanted blood all weekend. Yes. I mean, even, even Ramos, as a Rams fan, wanted blood because he just wants. Uh, what do you think about them keeping Staley? And this is not Charger talk. It's, it's all related with the rest of the league. Yeah, I, I'm disappointed. Um, I'm disappointed. You want blood, huh? Yeah. And I, you know, I, I hear everything Isaac said about the Mike Williams saying and the substitutions and the uh, active players and what have you. Um, I, I just, I, th- I think that the Mike Williams thing is just one of many reasons that I felt our head coach, and by our, I mean the Chargers head coach, was overwhelmed this season. The problem with having an overwhelmed coach, and is, to put words into your mouth, you know, everyone makes mistakes. Well, he's in his second year and he's making mistakes. Do you really want a guy learning how to be the head coach when you have a generational talent still in his rookie deal? That, I think that's where the, the, there is a, uh, to me, the, the clock is ticking here. And Herbert's only going to be under our control with this contract for another season, for another one season. I just wanted somebody in here who could be an adult in the room and maybe inspire Herbert and put him in positions to succeed. I don't know if the offensive coordinator position is going to be able to do that, but maybe it'll be like a Brian Dayball type of situation where he comes in and he just makes Herbert uh, God's gift to, to quarterbacking. I just, I just wish Brandon Staley uh, was without a job today. Okay. I mean, like, why, why don't you wait to see who they hire as offensive coordinator and see how it looks, you know? Because, again, this, this, is, this is the reality of the NFL. Right? Last year when Brandon Staley took over, okay, the previous regime ran a completely different defensive uh, scheme. So on the fly, how Brandon Staley likes to play is he likes seven guys in the box. Right? That, that's, his, that's his belief. But in order to have seven guys in the box, you got to have some big, thick guys in the middle, right? you got to be able to stand. They, they were terrible against the run in year one because his style is seven guys in the box. In year two, they slowly, as they got healthy, became very good against the run. They did. And it allows them to fly around and run some exotics and occasionally send, send somebody at – at the quarterback. The idea is when you change coaches, when you change regimes, you change everything. Right? You change defensive schemes, you change offensive schemes, and everything that you've built, you have to kind of rework on the fly. And I think even the most ardent critic would say they're not that far off. They're really close. And I agree, like the chargering and like that's something they're going to have to overcome. And it's a big one. Um, but everybody's answer to everything is Sean Payton, Sean Payton, Sean Payton. Are you going to give up a first-round pick? Are you going to give a guy $20 million? And then even if, even if you do, hey, is he going to bring, want to bring in his new GM? How do they, how did he and Telesco work together? I think there's a lot of questions there. Yeah, that to me is, that to me is a their problem, not a my problem. As, as a fan, I don't care that, that Tom Telesco would feel more at pressure at his job or anything. I, I care that we – would put the best product out there next year while we have all that money to keep spending on people other than the quarterback. Um, so, yeah, that that to me is a their problem. I'm, I'm not a – I don't really care that Telesco would feel less or more pressure on this. So what what is miss, – what's, miss, what's missing to you is the offense, correct? Yeah. Okay. Well, do you think the offense can be better if they have the all-pro left tackle there? Yep, that'll help. Okay. 
That'll and, help. And, and maybe the wide receivers are healthier and the, the tight end is healthy. Like, you think all, all that stuff? I mean, like, again, I mean, I don't know. Like, we're, we're all blaming. And, and when they did, I, I get it. Like, the Mike Williams thing backfired. Backfired. But it's like, I, like I, I would even tell you, when Bill Belichick won the Super Bowl against the Seahawks, right? Bill Belichick won the Super Bowl against the Seahawks. If you remember watching that game, Everybody wants to point out that the Seahawks, all you had to do is hand to Marshawn Lynch, right? So Pete Carroll, who we all think can coach, he allowed, and it wasn't him, it was Daryl Bevel, to make that decision to throw, to throw the football with a tiny quarterback who couldn't see, and because he couldn't see, couldn't get the ball at a downward trajectory to throw, that ball's got to be low. Instead, it was high, it gets deflected, and it gets up, and, and or didn't get deflected. Malcolm, uh, uh, what's his name? Is it Malcolm Jenkins? No, Malcolm Butler. Butler, uh, you know, jumps the route. But if it's down in the dirt, it's, it's really hard to make, make that play. Regardless of which, if you remember that game, Belichick didn't let him score and wasn't using, and, and uh, I don't think he had any timeouts or maybe had one timeout, didn't use his timeouts. Like they, they were, they would, they had zero chance of winning that game if not for some miraculous defensive play. It was actually a mistake. I, I, when, when Duke, beat Butler in the national championship game. And everybody talks about uh, Gordon Hayward's half-court shot. Mike Krzyzewski had Brian Zubek miss a free throw, okay, miss a free throw, up two. But why would you do that? If he makes the free throw, even if a half-court shot goes in or a three-point shot goes in, you go to overtime. To, he, he, and it was a cognitive decision. Missed the free throw because, well, they don't have a, a, a set play, a set play for a missed free throw rebound, and you run off time getting the rebound. And if you listen to Mike Krzyzewski's interviews after the national championship game, they asked him about it. He's like, eh, would you, if you do it again, like, yeah, I guess it worked out. It was a mistake. You never do that. You never put losing on the table when you could have gone up three. The point of it is, Yes, Staley has made mistakes. They all have. They all have. And Isaac can say, and he's right, because he's seen every game, every snap of every game. There's been some big ones in some big situations. No question. There have been some good calls they made as well. There have been some proper decisions they made as well. So I'm just not as prone to, like, throw the baby out with the bathwater right away. And I love Sean Payton. Anybody who's listening to the show knows that Sean, when he was coaching New Orleans, and I expect nothing, I expect nothing less when we're in Phoenix. Like, he comes by, he gives us like a half hour at the Super Bowl, and then he usually gives me like a half hour, hour, where he kind of, we duck away in the back, and he, we just talk football, and he tells me everything about the league and everything he thinks. He's a brilliant dude. But you don't know how much it's going to cost. You don't know about the draft compensation. And, oh, yeah, by the way, one of Sean Payton's big fears is he doesn't want the owners involved in personnel decisions. And like, look, you can think whatever you want about the Spanoses. They've been paying a lot of money. They built a new facility. They ponied up for Joey Bosa, for Mike Williams, uh, for Derwin James. They'll soon do so for Justin Herbert as well. Owners own. And when that comes back around to an owner that, hey, this prospective head coach for a job that's not even open doesn't want you involved in any of the football decision-making stuff, even if Spanos isn't really involved. But he, those guys like to, the, the, the younger, younger Spanos like to be in the room. 
they're, they're allowed to say, I don't want that. I like my current setup. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com and within the iHeartRadio app. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has the tires that'll elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort, performance tires for sporting handling, all-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from a full line of hand-cooked tires. Ship fast and free to a recommended installer near you. Or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. It doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRat.com sports to see their hand-cooked test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews. Be sure to check out all the current special offers. Great tires at a great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRat.com sports, TireRat.com, the way tire buying should be. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Doug Gottlieb Show, Fox Sports Radio. Yeah, I I guess uh, I was Sam. I guess the thing is this. When we look back at Jim Carrey, okay, that who would you say are the biggest comedians from the 90s? Carrie, uh, Robin Williams had a lot of hits. Uh, who else? Hmm. Robin Williams funny. Yeah. Robin Williams funny. Uh, m- uh, m- uh, Michael Myers, or oh, is it Myers, right? The uh, So I Married an Axe Murderer. Oh, Mike Myers. Mike Myers. Mike Myers. Yeah, 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 sure. Mike Myers. Okay. Um, Mike Myers, funnier than, I, I just, the physical comedy thing to me just wasn't funny. I don't know. There were times in which I like I like Dumb and Dumber. Dumb and Dumber was hilarious. Uh, some of it doesn't stand up, but like nothing's going to stand up the test of time. So I, I don't. I don't think comedies age very well. I mean, like again, like I grew up and I watched movies like uh, Animal House, and <clears throat> Animal House, and Caddyshack, and you know Dumb and Dumber, Ace Ventura, and then you know people in their twenties see these movies and they they don't relate to them. But when I saw them as a kid, and I still I still like them as an adult, but maybe that's another thing. It's a bias. Hmm. Um, okay. 
Uh, fair enough. Um, Jay Stu, your favorite co- comedian from the 90s? Um, let's see here. Comedian from the 90s? Great question, because Chevy Chase and Eddie Murphy uh, decided not to be funny by the 90s. That's a good question. I got to think about that, because I'm not a Sandler guy. Mike, Michael Myers, I'm not a, a fan of his. Mike Myers. Yeah, no, Michael Myers was the uh, Hollywood guy. Um, who would I see in the 90s that was just really funny? I'll think about that. I'll get back to you on that. Not a Sandler guy. Wow, just shooting them all down. I mean, Will Ferrell Sandler, I, I, Sandler, Sandler was funny. But then he, it's not not as not as funny anymore. Comedians have a shelf life. I mean, they do. They have like a window to be successful. But but then again, listen to Jason Stewart. He doesn't think that Eddie Murphy is funny. He had a he had a window. He had a shelf life. I mean, he was great in the eighties. I think he's pretty good in the nineties. He had some good. Had yeah, some, yeah, he had a nutty professor. I mean, like look, once you become a donkey for Shrek, you know, obviously, you know, no it's turn like, back. Yeah, there's no there's no turning back. Um, all right, there's more, more of this to come, more of this great comedian talk. This show is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Progressive makes bundling easy and affordable. Get a multi-policy discount by combining your motorcycle, RV, boat, ATV, and more. All your protection in one place. Bundle and save. Progressive.com. Uh, I want to play for you something, okay? This is uh, Monty Austinfort, who's the new general manager of the Arizona Cardinals. Take a listen to what he said at his press conference earlier today. We're going to focus on a completely unified message across the general manager, the head coach, and ownership to what exactly we want to be as a football organization. We're going to institute a thorough and exhaustive scouting process. We are going to turn over every stone to find the right players for this team. We are not just collecting talent, we're going to build a team. We're going to look for the right type of players. Ego will not be tolerated in this organization. We are going to look for focused, driven, and people that are willing to put the team first at every step of the way. All right, let's welcome in Mark Dominic. Mark, uh, uh, thanks so much for joining us. I want to get to last yep. night in a second. When you got the job in Tampa, uh, when you, yep. you got, the, you got the, the general manager, what was your previous job to getting the general manager job? I was the director of pro personnel for the Tampa Bay Box. Um, and then you went through, was it an exhaustive interview process, or did you know I'm the guy? No, I had no idea. I got a call uh, from ownership. Um, I'd actually, the interesting story here is the day before I got my appendix removed. And so I was actually in recovery because it was, I had surgery at midnight the day before. And I was in recovery and I got a random text from, I believe it was Brian Glazer, one of the owners. <clears throat> he said, I need to see you in my office. And I'm like, oh, he didn't even know I was sick. You know, we don't talk like that. And so, uh, he said, I need you to see my office as soon as you can. And I'm like, I can be there in like like 3 o'clock. He goes, okay, that'd be great. And I call our team physician, and I was like, i got to get out of the doctor's office. I don't know why Mr. Glazer needs to see me, but he's never done this before. So they get me, you know, early exit, you know, uh, from the hospital. And uh, I walk, or I just basically across the drive back across the street. And I go up to the office, and uh, the Glazer, I think the three Glazer brothers are mainly involved with football. We're all sitting there, and he's like, we're going to fire Bruce Allen and John Gruden, we're going to hire you as the general manager. We're going to hire Raheem Morris as the head coach. I was like, they're doing what? And so it was a complete shock uh, for us, uh, for both of us at that point. I was 37 and Raheem was 34. So it was a unique situation for sure. So you didn't get to pick Raheem Morris. They picked him for you? Yeah, that's how it worked out. Yes, they, they uh, you know, Raheem was a hot young coach, again, 34 years old. He just interviewed with the Denver Broncos. My name was floating around with the Kansas City Chiefs. Uh, Scott Peely ended up getting that job, but my name was starting to float around as a possible 
GM. And so my gut instinct is they, they hired us both before maybe somebody else did is what they were thinking. Uh, okay, so when you, when, knowing what you knew about the organization, how much did mm-hmm. you factor in the, the temperature of how, what people felt about, like you're getting ready to go and introduce yourself to the world because no disrespect, but we only know head coach, sometimes general manager, very little else sometimes, within yeah. the fr- front, right? Very little, very, very little else. So this is your introduction to the world. What's the process like when you're planning what you're going to say? Yeah, I mean, you think about it a lot. Now, I did not have my press conference the next day. Raheem did. Um, when I told the owners that I was actually in the hospital, they're like, get back over to the hospital. What are you doing? And so I ended up going back over to the hospital for a little bit and going home that evening. And they said, don't do your press conference today. We'll hold yours on Monday. So I think it was on a Saturday that Raheem did his. I did mine on Monday. They just talked about, like, growing up within the organization. Mine was different, right? I'd spent 14 years already with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers growing up through the organization from basically a GA, uh, working my way through pro scout, the coordinator, to director. And mine was about a, a plan or a path that we were trying to take. A uh, big thing that everybody within the organization at that point wanted to do was, like, get younger and reset the table. And, you know, to a point where we did it to a fault. But that was the whole thing was like, hey, look, we've got to we've got to find a way to find the quarterback of the future. And, to you know, because the one thing that Coach Gruden was great at is he was great at working with pieces. But, you know, the grass was always greener. Right. And so it was like, let's get rid of this guy. Let's go get there. Let's get rid of this guy. Let's get there. And the owners really wanted to find a plan to say, hey, let's do it this way. Let's build through the draft, find a young quarterback. Let's get some stability within this franchise. And that was our goal, and that's what we tried to do coming out of the gates. And that was my message on that: uh, is that we're going to, you know, build this thing uh, from the ground up. And it meant that we had to let go of a lot of veterans, which was a tough, tough time. Uh, Monty Austin Fort uh, at his press conference today basically said, "Hey, we want team first people." Who do you believe that's directed at? I'm sure it's Kyler Murray. I mean, I can't imagine anybody else that he's, he's not trying to just talk to. I think he's just trying to set a point, uh, a tone. Um, you know, he's been obviously through the Patriots. He's most recently spent a lot of time with Coach Vrabel. Those guys are, you know, obviously more focused, driven, like, let's go. But they have to send a message. I mean, I think Tyler Murray has to understand that, look, this is going to be a different regime. The, the, the GM who drafted you isn't here anymore. The head coach who drafted you isn't here anymore. So, yes, you got a contract, but we've seen, you know, Carson Wentz get cut. We've seen Jared Goff get cut. I mean, clubs have been able to make those decisions even after a quarterback has a huge deal because the salary caps changed so much. And so I think that it was definitely pointed towards Kyler. And I'm sure right off the bat he's going to have a couple of meetings with Kyler Murray, I would think, in the next day or two, at least talk through the phone or talk through the agent. Um, all right, so last night. Oh, wait, one more thing. Um, people do hire people that they know, right? But it's, it's yep. very interesting here because you're talking about the team, the team, the team and sacrificing your ego. And now Brian Flores, of course, sp- they spent time together back when he was with the Patriots as being a, a primary candidate. But Brian Flores, one of the things that led to his ouster in Miami was people thought he had too much of an ego. He was trying running through offensive coordinators, burning bridges with the, with the front office. Um, does, it isn't it at least mildly contradictory to hire a guy who got fired because of his ego when you're saying, hey, we got to sacrifice our ego? Well, you know, I don't think it's contradictory because I think you're right. One of the things that I'm sure Monty's going to be looking for is somebody that he knows he can get along with or you know, has gotten along with in the past. Don't know their relationship. But to me, in Arizona, this is about the offensive coordinator. If you're not going to hire a head coach, and I think they should be personally, 
I think they should be hiring a head coach who is also the offense coordinator because I think that's just the thing you have to figure out and you have to get it right. And, you know, by hiring a defensive coach, you can do that and you might find the right offense coordinator. And then he does a good job with Kyler Murray. He becomes a head coach next year. And now you got to do it all over again. So I think when you're trying to figure out this piece of the puzzle, I, I would lean towards an offensive coach. Uh, but certainly familiarity is helpful. I've been through the coaching search before, uh, you know, when it wasn't Raheem and when we moved on and we went through a coaching search and we hired, we interviewed all 16 people for that. We interviewed four previous head coaches, four previous coordinators, four college guys and four assistants like that have never been, you know, a coordinator yet. And we went through an exhaustive process, uh, but I never hired anybody I knew. And so that way you just kind of find the right person you think is the right fit for what you're looking for that time. Honest question. Obviously, you and you, Raheem was is a black head coach, right? Thirty four years old. It was race a factor at all when you're in your coaching search? Uh, no, you know I think when you look at Tampa Bay, I think the one thing that Tampa can you know hang their hat on is the fact that that's something they've never thought about. I mean, you know, from Coach Dungy, Lovey Smith, obviously Raheem Morris. You know, Todd Bowles, this is an organization that hasn't looked at that at all. If you can just go back for the last almost 30 years, 25 years. And so I don't think that's ever been an issue that we thought of or even focused on when we were going through the search. We were just looking for who are the right people, what's the different uh, things they bring to the organization, and what do we need to correct. And that was really what our focus was. Um, you heard Tom, you, first when you saw Tom Brady play, did he look like a guy who was done? You know, I've said that for a while that I just don't think he's having fun this year. I don't think it's been a very enjoyable year, even though he set lots of records, threw the ball all over the field and way too many times in the season. Um, I just didn't think he was having fun. He didn't look like he was having as good time as he's had in the past. And I, I just think that that can, you know, suck the life out of you. When you're 45 and you still obviously have the athleticism to be able to do this, uh, but when you're not having fun doing it anymore, I think that's the thing that got, has me the most concerned for Tom, that I think he may walk away. Walk away. I mean, look, he's done with uh, he's done with Tampa. I mean, like thanked everybody, whatever. But you think walk away totally from football? I think I think he's he's kind of like Aaron, except I think Aaron's uh, I think Aaron's coming back for another season. I think that's pretty uh, pretty obvious to me, at least, I, even though he hasn't said it and says he still needs time. I think Tom's going to have a little bit more time to reflect on this because I do think he's got to decide. You know, now that he's no longer married, but he does have children. You know, what does he want to be, and, and what's his legacy going to be with them, and what's he still trying to prove? And to me, that's the thing that I, got, I think Tom has to answer for himself, but I think that takes a little bit of time when you're the man and you still know that you can get it done. It's Doug Gottlieb show here on Fox Sports Radio. Um, okay, the Dallas Cowboys. What was your impression of what you saw last night? You know, I was saying this all last week and, and up to the game. I, I felt Dallas was going to win this game, uh, partially because Tampa has not played well and partially just because I think Dallas has such a better defense than people realize, and they're so much faster than people realize. And, yes, the Washington game happened, but it's just one game, and sometimes those are good games to happen so you have your, your focus and you're your, your dialed in. Um, I've always been a believer in Dak. If you go back and listen to anything I've ever talked about, I think he's you know always the Rodney Dangerfield, the quarterbacks in the NFL. You know, he doesn't really get a lot of respect, but I think he plays really well and consistent for the most part. I know at the end of the season he was really struggling with turning the ball over, um, but I thought going into the game they should run the ball, and uh, they were able to run the ball effectively and they were able to pass the ball effectively, and that's that's kind of what Tampa was allowing, sadly, all season long. So all that being said, uh, I didn't expect the game to be that lopsided, uh, but I certainly felt like Dallas was a better football team overall. 
Um, what would you do if you were Jerry Jones and your kicker missed four straight extra points? You know, I think I'd get him on the field today and have him go kick in front of me. And, and put. And then I'd actually, if I was Jerry Jones, I'd have myself out there, Will McClay, the director of player personnel. So I'd have Dan Quinn out there. I'd also have, obviously, Coach Mike. And I would put him in front of everybody. He's like, hey, look, we're going to have you kick. And if you don't make these kicks, we're going to let you go. And put him under pressure and make him feel it. With Jerry Jones and Stephen Jones staring at him, watching him try to make these kicks. If you can put him back through the middle, i give him another shot because I realize he's had a good body of work. But I also know that during the game, if you're a good director of player personnel, good director of pro, you should already have a list of the top five kickers you think are available that you can get. And you would be already reaching out to say, hey, look, no matter what happens, we're going to bring these guys in and let them kick because I, I need him to not only prove it to me on Monday, but I want, I want him to see there's another batch of guys coming on Tuesday and making a decision what we're going to do with this, with this position. But right now I'd make him prove it. Um, all right, uh, the, the L.A. Chargers have decided to retain Braden Staley but change uh, their play caller and their quarterback coach. What do you think of that decision? I, I think Brandon Staley is a good head coach. Um, I, I think he's aggressive. I think they like that. I think he's a very good defensive coordinator. Uh, I think that, you know, sometimes the apple, uh, you know, the grass isn't always greener, I should say. And I think the Chargers learned – Chargers, as I call my, my story – but I think the Chargers learned a long time ago when they fired Marty Schottenheimer after going 13-3, yep. and three, that hurt that franchise. And instead of doing that, I think they were like, I think that taught the Spanos family to maybe push a little more pause. And I think that's why we saw pause here with Brandon Staley. So Lamar posted his own kind of injury report last week. And then you have other people saying like, Mike Vick said, hey, look, I had a, a sprained PCL, I, I, I put on a brace, I played with it. Other guys said, no, no, no. Um, but then shortly thereafter the game, he posts something along the lines, which basically said, like, hey, man, if you really love something, you got to take care of it. Take care of it to him means pay it. My issue is people act like the, the Ravens don't want to pay Lamar Jackson. They want to pay Lamar Jackson. They don't want to pay him a Deshaun Watson contract, right? So what, wh- what do you do if you're Baltimore? I franchise tag him, but I don't do the exclusive tag, you know, where, you know, no matter what, no one can touch him. I put the regular franchise tag on him. If somebody comes in and blows me away with a contract and gives me two first-round picks, then I'm, as an organization, I'm willing to take that chance and move on. But I franchise tag him with the hopes of still kind of talking through a new contract extension. But with the reality of it is that if you're going to continue to fight for a fully guaranteed contract, I'll give you a one-year fully guaranteed contract. That's the franchise tag. But I'm not going to give you a five-year fully guaranteed contract because outside of being held hostage by Deshaun Watson, no one's done that with all these great young quarterbacks that we're seeing getting paid. So um, I'm not going to break the mold, and that's not like the Ravens to break the mold. So I assume that they're going to franchise him and hope to you know, negotiate but have no problem in playing that out. Wouldn't it be more than two first-round picks? I mean, you consider how many – I mean, Khalil Mack was two first-round picks. If it's Lamar Jackson quarterback, position of more importance and former NFL MVP – is the price tag even higher than that? Well, it's, it's under the franchise rules. If, if you've got a franchise tag and a club comes to them and says, hey, look, we're going to pay Lamar Jackson $250 million fully guaranteed, you as the Baltimore even sell a right to say, hey, look, I'm going to match that and thank you. If you don't match it, you get two first-round picks. And so that's how I think it would work out, um, you know, because that's kind of the best compensation you can get. Now, the difference is if he still had a year under his contract, then, yeah, I think he'd get more than two ones. But because of where he's running into his contract, that's what you get. 
do you think somebody out there wants to, will give him five years guaranteed? I don't think so, but, you know, the, the interesting thing to me, Doug, is, is you looked in the league and you walked into 2022 regular season, I would have said 30 out of 32 clubs felt like, hey, look, I think I might have the quarterback for the future. It could have been Zach Wilson. It could have been Davis Mills. It could have been whoever, you know, you, but you start to look at it and you're like, boy, a lot of people kind of like their quarterback. You look at the, you know, the 32 clubs now, there's 10 to 12 teams that are like, I really, really need a different quarterback than what I had. And so, therefore, you know, as, this, as the things shrink up, if – you know, Daniel Jones continues to play like he did. He's going to get kept for sure in the Giants, so they're going to try their best. And so you, your body of players that are available because of the draft, yeah, there's going to be three, probably four quarterbacks drafted in the first round, but there's six, seven spots still needed to fill the holes, and that's, I think, the difference you're going to see. And so uh, I don't think so, but because of supply and demand and the understanding that if you don't have one, you don't win in this league and you get fired in one year, two years, three years, you might be willing to do that if you have an owner that's willing to cop up that kind of cash. Mark Dominic, 20 years in the NFL. He's, most, he's the GM of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and uh, just incredible insight. Mark, you got your best today. Thanks so much for joining us. Thanks, Doug. Thanks for having me on. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club.